0: A MacGuffin is an item in a fictional story that only exists to move the plot forward. Alfred Hitchcock, the first filmmaker to use the term widely, described the MacGuffin as an object that the audience only cares about because the stars of the movie tell us we should care about it. It could be something, it could do something, but whether it is or does is irrelevant. The oldest one might be the Holy Grail, and newer examples include the heart of the ocean in James Cameron's Titanic the Infinity Stones in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and R2-D2 himself, who George Lucas called the original MacGuffin of Star Wars. The most common occurrence of the MacGuffin in film is the little black box, the significance of which is most often never revealed at all, think Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. But once in a while it is, and with rewarding success, as is the case in today's movie, a satisfying, star-studded sleeper From 1992. Whether its purpose is revealed or not, what really matters is that the MacGuffin exists and it must be had. But when it is well utilized, tightly integrated, and creatively pursued, a MacGuffin can make a movie great, even perfect. We're the two gomers, we're talking sneakers, and this is Perfect Movie.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Perfect Movie, a podcast hosted by two regular guys who went from couch to marathon, and now they're making their way back to the couch again. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, joined, as always, by my friend Steven, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. How's it going? Good. Um, hey, I was thinking,
0: we've, we've done enough movies now... That if people have been listening, they're picking up some themes of things that we like. Yeah. (laughs) So I just (laughs) jotted some things down um, that are in today's movie sneakers. Okay. That have been in movies that we've done before.
1: Okay. So like Venn diagram. (laughs) Right. Anthony, Stephen, (laughs) movies, and then like, okay. Okay. So we love movies in kind of this 92, 93 slot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We, and right. I, as we, pers- I mean, th- we are not done with those, right? So I, I no. think we have to dig into why a little bit at some point. Sure. Um, yep. This seems to be the sweet spot for us developmentally or something. Right. Because we keep coming totally. back to this time frame. Um. We love sexy mathematicians. <laughs> 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 we, you got your Ian Malcolm. Um, you're. I mean, there's this this sexy mathematician in the sneakers, like this '90s weird '90s thing, where it's like, yeah. I mean, this guy's got he's smart, he's writing numbers, but he's got long curly hair, and the ladies it's like love some him. Some
1: sort of like Fabio, fa- Fabio.
0: Yeah, Is it? it's he's smart, but he's also Fabio, right? <laughs> and then there's uh. That hunk Jeremy Renner from Arrival, right? Like, we, oh, we yep, This right. trope just keeps coming back. Um, we love a movie that starts in 4-3 ratio, aspect ratio, mm-hmm. and then widens yep. to 16-9. Yep. Uh, Got it. The two movies in a row now that I've done that. And then here's something that I noticed and thought of while I was watching this movie. We like it when it's an ensemble. Yeah. And not a fully star-driven so galaxy quest yep has stars in it right but there's no like it's an ensemble alien is like that i i even think jurassic park is like that where definitely um each like it's everybody has a role and those roles kind of fit together throughout the movie um so anyways Mm -hmm. i was noticing some of these like we just love this stuff
1: yeah the the ensemble bit Mm -hmm. for sure um, be, like this heist movie, like, so this is like kind of Ocean's Eleven-y.
0: Yeah, it's, I would say it's you our know? first kind of purely heist movie,
1: right? Yeah. Um, Action, mm-hmm. adventure, sort of, but not like outdoor adventure, like Goonies. Think of there's Goonies, there's another just cast movie. Yep. Right? Yes. Or definitely. not cast, I'm um, sorry, ensemble. Yeah. Uh, so I had one more thing about this 92-93. So this okay. is 92, September 11th, 1992. Strange. Um, yeah. We'll talk about this more when we get to the Gomer One sheet. So that's Hack's birthday. Yep. Right. So <laughs> it definitely I'm is. wondering if he went to this on his birthday.
0: He didn't go with me. I was trying to remember when I went. Okay. Um, and here here's some things about when I went. I I'm pretty sure I went with my friend Nathaniel. Okay. Um, who you don't know. He's from a no. different youth group. Uh, You're I, right. High point. Right, I saw Jurassic Park with him and Hack, okay. but I think it was just him and me that went to Sneakers, and we knew nothing about it. Oh, okay. And it's one of the movies that I can. It's one of the only movies I can think of that I went to see, completely blank slate.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Just the poster. Just mm-hmm. the name. Um, I even think that I, I'll look this up while we keep talking. But I even think the the slogan on the poster was pretty nondescript
1: well is it the one if we told you what it's about we'd have to kill you that's it right okay which is a very
0: kind of like generic but somehow intriguing thing (laughs) right right (laughs) where it was like i don't know nathaniel you want to go see this one what kind of age is that when you can just be like i don't know it's a saturday let's just go to a movie let's pick this one it looks kind of cool and Sounds Mind like
1: blow. <laughs> I know. Yes. It does. Okay. So that's amazing because expectations are eh, could be fun, could be whatever. And then this good of a movie. Right. With this tight of a script and action and it's yep. it's on its way to perfect. We're gonna keep talking about that. Yeah. Um so September nineteen ninety two, dude. Uh-huh. Here, here's something that I was thinking about. Yeah. I was in eighth grade, you were in ninth grade. Yep. So right now, I'm mm-hmm. starting that, you know, this is probably within a month of me starting the bassoon. Yep. Because I think I started it in October-ish, like fall. Okay. Maybe even September. Yeah. Um, I, I've always thought it was October. Um, but so, like, this is this straddling year uh-huh. where you're in high school. Yep. And I'm still in middle school, but I'm an upperclassman, <laughs> big man on campus, 87-pounder <laughs> with my bassoon 80 Seven 87
0: pounds big. <laughs> your bassoon added, added the, like, several pounds. How heavy is your bassoon?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know what? I have no like wait, eight, eight pounds maybe?
0: Okay, yeah. So uh, I mean you were pushing a hundred with bassoon in hand.
1: <laughs> so like um this is because like this summer yeah. is Jurassic Park. So like the summer of this movie, you know, nine months later, ten mm-hmm. months later is Jurassic Park. Right. This December is Home Alone 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is that sweet eighth grade spot for me where stuff's just firing on all cylinders.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I wonder, and I, I'm, I will talk about this again because we have so many other movies on our 92, 93 list, right? I yeah, wonder if yeah. it has something to do with like developmental things happening in your
1: life and what movies you saw in those moments, right? Sure. Uh, or is it like moments where we were starting to become independent? And starting to choose our own movies or something, right? Okay, yeah,
0: you're totally right about that. Like, I'm going to go see this movie without my parents, without my parents even knowing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I come home and I'm like, I saw an incredible movie, right? Yeah. There's, um, Uh the boys have started to do this, my kids. Wow, yeah, Um, sure. So, I mean so Jack went to go see Jumanji the next level, right? And I was like, I'm just not interested, dude. Can I just drop you and your friend Kieran off at the theater and you can tell me what it's like And that's amazing. you know he comes out and he's like, it's a good thing, Daddy didn't go see it because it's not very good and and so then okay. like there's a different kind of conversation where it in instead of me plopping them down or bringing them to the theater, it's like you right. tell me. It's a yeah, that's a developmental thing.
1: Yeah, that's this time, bro.
0: Yeah, that is this time. Wow. It's
1: so weird. Dang. So, OK, so Jack is,
0: My son Jack mm. is your age when this movie came out.
1: Wow, dude, that's crazy. Eighth grade. <laughs> so weird. OK, so I am. I'll give you like a 95 percent chance that I did not see this in the theaters.
0: I don't think many people did.
1: Okay, yeah. Man, we're just like basically going off the one sheet here, bro. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> should we like Yeah, go let's off go script? let's
0: let's go to the one sheet and, right now and then I'll do the VHS uh, synopsis later. Um Okay, great. Because how much did it make?
1: Yeah, so it made uh, domestic 51 million, uh worldwide 105 million. The budget was 35 million. So it was a success, a modest, you know, it recovered it's you know
0: yeah i i don't think that the things that i've been reading about um what studios considers are a success i don't think so this would qualify it did it's not a flop it made its money back right um but it would never get a sequel even though i know i don't know how they would do us i would have liked to see a sneaker sequel Hmm. i wonder if this movie was made today it would that would be the conversation like could we do a spin off of the crease character or you know what i mean like how can right, we like, make more money on it
1: we we can just like a sequel where it's just river phoenix and that fbi or nsa lady going on they a date they have a family <laughs> <laughs> they, they they go like that's the beginning it's it's social network it's the beginning of the social network
0: okay yeah um, i like that
1: like they're just on a date doesn't go well <laughs> but see I love his character in this because he's like in training. I love, you know it. what I mean? Like he's so he's good. Robert Redford's like, I want to be you. Yeah. He's like, like the,
0: appre- like Redford's apprentice probably here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So good. RIP. How many of these guys are dead? Is Sydney Poitier oh, alive?
1: Oh, shoot. We should have looked this up. Dang it. Uh, Okay, so release date September eleventh, nineteen ninety two. Like we said, I was in eighth grade; you were in ninth grade. Yeah. Um, awards. It was nominated for an Edgar Allan Poe Award for best picture. Huh. I don't even know what that is. Uh, I don't but, know either. Huh. Um, other movies around this time. Here we go. Um, a few, a few good men. I mean, okay, this list is unbelievable. We've already done a few good men. Um, Malcolm X. I remember, like, I remember that as a cultural moment we went
0: to see you it remember with that our at school we went downtown yep. to the orpheum is that a thing
1: yeah and yeah, we I saw malcolm so. x
0: there with our entire grade i think
1: wow yeah 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 yep so i i vividly remember that also that's quite a violent ending to that movie which is pretty shocking mm-hmm. man and Sch- schindler's list is right around here too it's like the next year this is yeah being brought to these historical, you know, pictures, yep. you know, the bi- not biopic. Well, that's a biopic Malcolm X, but you know, like,
0: I wonder if there's something to that too, where in school, if I'm a history yeah. teacher at school or social studies in school, I'm like, right. These kids aren't listening to me. And a movie right. like Malcolm X comes out or right. Schindler's list. It's like, that's uh-huh. gotta be gold, right? Totally. And so right. teachers are bringing you to these movies. Yep. As part of class or you're watching them in class on VHS. Uh, and so right. those also become pretty um, pretty important in your developmental life because you, they're so visceral and visual.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was Malcolm X for sure and Schindler's List. Um, okay, just fun one. Batman Returns. Uh, remember loving that. Me too. Um, what, was that around Christmas? That was I like think,
0: Christmas? I think it's a Christmas movie, but it came out in the summer. I remember seeing it in New Hampshire. So it must have been in the summer when we were on vacation there. Um, Okay. I I remember Aladdin was more like a Thanksgiving, Christmas movie. I think I saw that three times in the theater.
1: (laughs) As a freshman in high school, dude. I
0: loved and love Aladdin. I'm not so thrilled with the Will Smith reboot. Um, Oh, right. But it is certainly interesting to watch. That's another one that Noah went to without me and was like, okay, wait, wait for Disney plus to add."
1: Okay. Which I did. Yeah.
0: Um, Uh I'm glad I did.
1: Okay. I came downstairs and the girls and Aaron were watching that on, on, uh, 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 Disney Uh plus and I only caught like the last 20 minutes and I was like, it's kind of cool i, w- I want to see it again i want to actually see the whole thing it's it's um,
0: interesting and sometimes terrifying it's very cats ish where it's worth watching as kind of its own i don't know <laughs> like if this ever gets dug up two thousand years in the future people think of us kind of movie
1: <laughs> what is this yeah um home alone 2 league of their own um mm. possible future uh perfect movie candidate yep. um Uh, basic instinct hook was in january what so like sorry hook is was the january before so it's like you know what i mean um yeah and uh and then this one i remember going to was wayne's world
0: one of the best movie experiences of my (laughs) life still (laughs) continues to be. i remember halfway i'm sure i talked about this maybe on the other two gomers podcast halfway through halfway through wayne's world i leaned over to my dad i wonder if he remembers this because me and my dad went and i said i whispered (laughs) to him i never want this movie to end
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's so cute what an innocent boy i was that is so cute. Um, I just remember Wayne's World, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Like it's one of those moments where like our generation fell in love with a classic rock song. I bought the CD. You know what I mean? Like the whole, the whole CD is unbelievable. Yeah. If I if I'm remembering correctly, and we did me and Chad and Joff Pedretti uh-huh. and Jeff Grobe maybe okay. did uh, that for like lip sync contest. No, <laughs> oh, we did girls. Really? You did girls, girls and squirrels, by, uh, and and then I I was the lead singer for Squirrels with my huge cheek because I got in that accident <laughs> Is that a like Beastie Boys the week song before. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I, yep. I mean, obviously, we love this time in our lives, even though I'm sure there was lots of horror and <laughs> depression and oh, and you're just you're just total. swimming in a pool of hormones, right, at this time. Oh yeah. Um, but man, did the movie stick out?
1: Yep. Oh, totally. But just grasping at straws for meaning and purpose for (laughs) both of us with the approval of man sort of like The approval of woman more like. like. (laughs) Approval of woman. Well, but yeah, just wanting people to like us basically. You know what I mean? It's all about Um, that. Last thing. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, 78%. It's
0: pretty good. That might be our lowest one.
1: Yeah, you're right. That actually stinks, but it's still above 75%, so this can still... (laughs) be considered a perfect movie. It
0: still works with our <laughs> dumb rule that we made up, which we've gotten questioned about a lot the past couple weeks. Maybe we can talk about that later, but yeah. um okay, let me read the let me read the VHS synopsis. Okay. This Great. is I'm thinking this is our most intricately plotted movie. Yeah. Um, kind of twisty. And so, uh it's a little hard to explain. The VHS Uh, The back of the VHS does a pretty good job. Um, So here's what it says. Okay. Quote, a brilliant caper with a perfect blend of comedy, action, and suspense. That's what ABC said about it. Robert Redford leads an all-star cast in one of the most satisfying films of the year. Computer expert Martin Bishop Mm -hmm. Redford heads a team of renegade hackers, including a former CIA employee, Sidney Poitier. Oh, by the way, good news. Sidney Poitier alive
1: still alive. great he's, okay he's awesome.
0: 93 and living in miami apparently um no oh, okay. makes sense a gadgets wizard dan Aykroyd, a young genius mm-hmm. river phoenix and a blind sound yep. man david strathern who are routinely yeah, hired man. to test security systems but bishop's po- oh but bishop's past comes back to haunt him when government agents blackmail the sneakers into carrying out a covert operation tracking down an elusive black box along with his former girlfriend, Mary McDonnell Bishop's team retrieves the box and makes a stunning discovery. The device can break into any computer system in the world with factions from all sides, willing to kill for the powerful box. Bishop and his team embark on their most dangerous assignment ever in this exhilarating high tech caper from Phil Alden Robinson in parentheses field of dreams. Good news, it's in color. <laughs> two hours, five minutes. Flies by, I would say.
1: Dude, this is the f- fastest two hours and five minutes. Yep. I didn't... When you told me that just now, yeah. like the the words that I just heard coming out of your mouth. <laughs> the words um, coming out of your I was, mouth! I would have... Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand the words, the word's coming, coming out of my mouth? <laughs> That's what <it> is. <laughs> what is that rush hour Um, uh wait it's um the dude from uh parent uh, meet the parents wilson owen wilson oh and and um, chris
0: tucker that's high noon noon oh shoot i'm sorry this is not a i think it's high noon or something like that okay we'll look that up too
1: it's not owen wilson what are we talking about owen wilson and chris jackie chan jackie
0: Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker are rush hour. That's <laughs> what you're go. thinking of. Okay. There is also a movie with Owen Wilson and Chris Tucker. We have, we have to figure that one out. Were they like okay. Cowboys? <laughs> Could that be true? Yeah. Or maybe it's Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't> no. <know. laughs> and Jackie Chan, I can't remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so confusing. Yeah. You're right, though. That's Chris Tucker saying that. Ain't nobody in Yeah, movie. yeah, it is. Okay. So random. Um, okay, that. I don't know where we were going. Oh, how long it was. Yeah. Okay, so I would have said it's like an hour and a half. huh Because of how fast it goes. Like it doesn't feel like a 2 hour 5 minute movie. Like The Firm, which I stinking love and I'm probably going to talk about a good bit in this okay. cuz there are things that remind me of it like like the the suspense mm-hmm. of it and like the, you know um and the music. Yeah, definitely totally. the score. Um is yeah, like but that uh, gets long yep. and drags in some of the acts. Mm-hmm. But this never does. I completely agree.
0: Uh, I'm thinking that yep. this might be our least viewed movie that we've done so far. And so yeah. people should do themselves a favor and watch this movie. It's
1: good. It, it Honey, uh, yep. <laughs> honey, it's satisfying. I probably Let's get it. <laughs> 100%. You're. I would not, like, there's nobody that I would not, double negative, uh, re- uh, recommend this movie too. I agree like it's not one of those recommendations that you're like "Ooh, I hope they don't think I'm weird because I said that was good no I wouldn't be afraid to tell anybody go watch sneakers it rules. 100% um,
0: now I, th- I think that it is f- if I-, I know that there are people that are listening that have not seen sneakers and so that I think is why we're uh-huh. gonna probably more carefully talk through the movie um, when we put yep. it on trial but before we do I think the trailer is actually pretty helpful and so mm, um, okay. let's play the trailer. We'll come back. We'll put Sneakers on trial. We'll decide if it's a perfect movie.
1: Great. The LTX-71 concealable mic is part of the same system that NASA used when they faked the Apollo moon landings. Worked for them. Shouldn't give us too many problems. They break and enter. How we doing? Cars and position on the fire escape. Mother's in the cable vault. Carrying to sever master circuit. But they're not Thieves. We're getting too old for this.
0: They know your secrets, but they're not spies. He's gotta be there somewhere. What's he doing? Mister really... Bishop, do you mind if I take a look? Carl, grew up. I give you something to work, baby. So people hire you to break into their places to
1: make sure no one can break into their places. That's the living. Not a very good one.
0: Now they've got a new client. National Security Agency. I don't work for the government. Relax, Marty. It's just everybody on your team has had some sort of problem in their past. Now what are you saying? the NSA killed Kennedy? No, they shot him, but they didn't kill him. He's still alive. They may not want the job.
1: Liz, I need your help. I will not be dragged back into your world.
0: But they don't have a choice. We don't want to bust you, we want to hire you. We're the good guys, Marty.
1: Can't tell you what a relief that
0: is, Dick. Your job is to find that little black box. We got it. Holy cow.
1: What the hell is this? There's a war out there, old friend. A world war. Oh, my God. How is this possible?
0: It's not about who's got the most bullets. It's about who controls
1: the information. Anybody want to shut down the Federal Reserve? Hey, don't wait, screw wait. around with that wait, thing. Wait. It's all about the information. So it's a code breaker? No, it's the code breaker. <laughs> Stations. Do you have the item? Can you guarantee my safety? Where is the item? Can you guarantee my safety? Martin, you've got trouble. Here, maybe this might help. old buddy of mine who was in Desert Storm sent it to me. Of course, he was on the other side. Now give me the box. Martin! I'm an excellent marksman woman. <laughs> I'm Coral. There's a fire escape at the end of the north corridor. Go directly north, directly north, about 30 yards. Five seconds. Hang up, Fish! Hang up, they've almost got us! All rise! He's being accused of being a perfect movie. Totally agree. I remember seeing it in eighth grade over to Marcus Point Cinema 10 by Fox 47 Kids Club, where Anthony won the drawing contest for Monster Truck Drawing of the Year.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. We were texting about that the other day. You you drew a monster. Tell me this. You drew a monster truck, sent it into Fox 47 Kids Club.
1: And I won my my picture was presented on Fox um, 47 Kids Club as like the number one winner. I have no like proof of that, like <laughs> not
0: not on YouTube or anything. You can't there, find it. There's you didn't nothing. Tape
1: it. You, yep. Like I probably have some sort of certificate. Yeah. And then did you know I also won the editorial cartoon um, Wisconsin State Journal second place?
0: No. What was it? <laughs> I thought I was the cartoonist.
1: <laughs> I thought you were the drawer. Um, yeah, it was like editorial cart. Uh, yeah, cartoons, uh-huh. and it was like two sided. One, it just uh, was a picture of the left side was a picture of a TV screen, and it said the war is over, and all these people are cheering. Yeah, and it says here, and then on the other side, there's like a a jet bombing it. Uh huh. And then the caption is, "Do we really know what's going on?" oh my gosh eighth grade you were already just so
0: insightful people were people read that and were like wow you're right you're right i mean as far as i remember war ended (laughs) right that was the last we saw of violence on earth
1: yep and they were like the war is over nope still blowing stuff up um or this is not a political show everybody. That was just 8th grade. Dude, dude, that was like this. That was like right 92. What?
0: That's what I that's why we're talking about it.
1: Dang. Okay, too many <laughs> secrets.
0: Too many secrets. Um, okay, sneakers. Like mm-hmm. we said before the trailer, um, kind of a complicated movie as heist movies can get, right? Um, yep. Uh, and so we're going to talk through the movie a little bit more carefully I think this time. This is what we do. Yeah. This is how this works. Anthony and I are attempting to create a list of perfect movies to send to the aliens on V'ger to convert the Xenomorphs into good little boys and girls. In order to do that, we have a massive list of movies that we love that, no, you will never see.
1: Even though... Barbo was texting me the other day. Yeah, I know. He texted me too. Can I I see it? Dude... (laughs) I sent him a couple and he's like, oh, no, don't tell Steven. I was like, these are the ones. Hey, Jay, we know you're listening now. Love you, yep. brother. Yep. Um,
0: so most people will never see this list. Right. It's it's big. We're trying to winnow it down, right? We're trying to curate a list of perfect movies. The way we're doing right. that is we're bringing one, of, one movie at a time to one mm-hmm. another and to you, the listener. Um, we talk through the movie. We put it on trial. We act as its yep. defense attorney's. Um, We we each present a couple pieces of evidence Uh, When we feel like we want to do that It sounds like this Uh, We present a piece of evidence After we're done uh, We pass it to you the listener To act as judge, jury And possibly executioner Then we come back in a couple weeks After we've heard your view of it We each get a vote, you get a vote And we find out if it is indeed a perfect movie So, Mm. Sneakers I think we should talk through it Top to bottom.
1: Okay. I think this will help people. And I really hope people go and watch this. This yep. will make a heck of a lot more sense. Um, so pause it. Go watch it. Come back. It's going to be spoiler ridden. 30 year old movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Statue of limitations. Definitely. up on over.
0: That. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yep. So I, th- I think the best way that I figured as I was watching it, that this, it divides itself. Is there's a little yep. prologue and intro. Yep. Then we have the first heist. There's two heists in this movie. Right. I w- Two main heists. The first heist, which I will call the sexy mathematician heist. Uh-huh. Then there's a second heist, which we'll call the playtronics heist. And then there's an epilogue. Both heists are stealing the same thing.
1: All right. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's this MacGuffin, right? There's this little black yep. box. Um, so... Let's start on the prologue. It's in 4-3 aspect ratio. Yep. It's a square. It's in black and white.
1: Yep. There's, like, great music happening. Yeah, it's black and white because I can remember, um, like, the, okay, there there, there ends up being a cop car. And mm-hmm. when I was watching it last time, I was like, I couldn't remember if this was black and white or not. And then those, because it's kind of like sepia-ish. Kinda That's cool, right. You know. You're right. It's
0: some sort of sepia Instagram filter on yeah. this whole thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So what is that? Brown and black and brown, brown like beige? <laughs> brown. I don't know. But you're right. It's Right. It's obviously this is a flashback, right? Yep. Um we're seeing these two guys. It's snowing, which I think is why we picked this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> because we were looking for winter movies that work Christmas <laughs> right. Right. And you said, okay, speakers. so fun
1: fact that I heard mm-hmm. um this building that they're in that they that they do this is the same building of the clock tower from back to the future yeah. i was gonna ask Did if you, you recognize
0: it from the exterior a hundred percent back to the future yep. square right yes it is the yep. clock tower that they're in um yeah. and then you see it from the outside and you're like i i know that maybe, is it gremlins they also use that same mm. set
1: ah okay it's
0: some sort of universal set that they built and just use sure. it for a ton of movies
1: Okay, okay, that makes so it's not actually a place. It's a set. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. a set. Yep. Okay, super duper interesting yeah. Um, okay, so it starts out. They're like college dudes kind of yep. like berkeley Sort of thing. Yeah, um, and it's almost like a little bit of a was Steve jobs <laughs> That's uh, good. You know, like, I agree. Yeah like um, so um, Martin Bishop. At that mm-hmm. point, he's Martin Price. This is mm-hmm. Robert Redford's character, yep. and then Cosmo. Um, I don't know if we ever no, get a Co- last name. Yeah, is Cosmo? Um, was this before Seinfeld? Cosmo Kramer. Uh huh. Or right Definitely. around that? I, I
0: I think it was
1: when his name came out as Cosmo.
0: I. It, you're right. It's right around that time, though.
1: Like Cosmo's like the. I wonder which was first because that was like season four-ish of Seinfeld.
0: Yeah, and now that you mention that, I'm wondering if uh, my staff and friend named Cosmo, he was, at. I mean, now, he was born before this, but. uh, Okay. Well, I don't know. I'd have to find out. No, he's he's about, no, he's 26. So, he was named Cosmo. I wonder (laughs) if he's named after, I guarantee he wasn't, the spelling's different, and he's Greek.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) So, that's just different. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So they're like uh, college students and they're hacking in, you know, like to like a government computer and kind of just like goofing off. Yeah, it's kind right? of
0: War Game Z, right? Like they yeah. start with like, let's change our grades, but then let's kind of rip the system, right? Where yeah. they're these hippies, yeah. um, sort of like anti-government, I don't know, but just eating pizza and having fun, right? Like right. hacking yep. into stuff. Um, then they flip a coin for, oh, they flip a coin about who's going to go get pizza. Yep. Young Robert Redford loses and goes outside to get the pizza where he meets Marty McFly skateboarding by. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, uh, the police bust in and arrest young Ben Kingsley, but not Martin Bishop.
1: Right. So Reddick. that was the coin toss mm-hmm. that changed both their lives. Right. And had he not gone out for that pizza. Yeah. He'd be in jail too. Right. Right. Um. So then he had to make a choice. Well, no, you're not going to make a choice and go turn yourself in. But basically, um, that's the point where he had to bury his past. Right. And he went from Marty Price to Martin Bishop. Right? Yes. Um Fade to black. Mm hmm. I think we might get a title
0: card there. Maybe not. Maybe the title card was beforehand. But then we expand to 16.9 and we know we're fully in the present. Right? Yep. Um, Ooh,
1: all
0: right. I'm not going to chunk in yet, but oh. but I'm going to have to
1: soon. Um, oh, we've got then Brantford we get- Marsalis going. Oh, yeah. Uh, so hot right then, right? Uh, Jay Leno or what? what? Wow. Remember he was like the music dude for a, a late night show? Yeah, definitely. He, I can't he, remember for what.
0: He, he, no, he was um, he was Leno's guy.
1: Okay, all right. Um, Tonight Show.
0: Yeah, wasn't
1: he? He was somebody's.
0: Yeah, and he's playing the what? What is he playing? The no, he alto soprano sax. sax, soprano sax. Yeah. Um, Kenny G also plays the soprano sax, but something right. is different about the sound in this movie.
1: The- That's more poppy. Yeah, this is totally.
0: Um, Okay. So we are then dropped into... I I feel like this is still an intro. We are then dropped into kind of this introductory heist. We meet the ensemble. Robert Redford is all grown up. Yep. He is... uh, I mean, Robert Redford, dude. So good looking. (laughs) Especially when he stands next to Dan Aykroyd. (laughs) You're like, these dudes um so okay Robert Redford is kind of in charge of this team of what we think are robbers yep Robert Redford Sidney Poitier mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd like I just said uh uh David Strathern, who is a blind man reading a playboy <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of a fun throwaway
1: right. joke <laughs> that is but that right there is like it's setting up like this. It, this movie's gonna be funny and fun too. Now, I like, here's a little yeah.
0: blockbuster insight. This okay. movie was in comedy
1: at block. Really? Yep. Huh. Okay, that's super interesting.
0: Which I always thought was odd, but even when you look it up on Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, it says comedy, action, heist, or something like that.
1: Okay, got um, it. So uh,
0: it is. I'll tell you what. It's not, there's there's lol's all throughout this thing
1: though there's 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 plenty of lols i'm slapping my knee fun. every other
0: every other minute
1: yep i don't think i actually literally lol anymore okay this time i loled at the end um what are we'll you obviously a, get to at the end
0: are you a private LOLer?
1: um sometimes such a stupid question i just asked <laughs> no I, that's no you're right like, like what the, the, the what i'm other, asking is yeah. like
0: uh, when I'm watching a movie with my family and I've seen it a hundred yep. times, I'm yep. I'm ROTFLing. I'm rolling on the I, I'm I'm laughing it up. But yep. if it's just me in that movie, stone faced, <laughs>
1: silent. <laughs> no, I do. I make noises. We talked about when we're, we're like when we're by ourselves making noises, going like, you know, like sure. Um, Talking back to it, laughing. Yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. Maybe it's not completely stone faced, and maybe it has to do with if I'm watching something the first time and it's funny. Doesn't matter if I'm with people or not. I'm laughing.
1: Yeah. Yep. It does something to your physical body. It makes you laugh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the top of this though. Uh huh. Like this height. Like this. I love it when a a movie starts. Uh, well, this. So this is the second scene, mm-hmm. but it's already in motion you're already in a heist situation so actually i think there are like three heists in this movie okay. so what they're doing in this first heist mm-hmm. um is kind of revealing what they're this little like group this little clever clubhouse right band of brothers you know Can is do. doing like even what what he later calls them uh he said his ex-wife thinks they're juvenile yeah juvenile <laughs> you know like yeah and it is kind of boys straight- club in order to
0: meet the the guys well, it is a very straight ahead heist. They're just trying to steal yep. money from a bank,
1: right? And, totally. and I
0: I feel like you're they're easing the audience into kind of a complicated movie by saying like, yeah. you understand exactly what's going on. Also, River Phoenix is there, who we already mentioned. Um, right. They're they're doing things like setting off fire alarms or like, um, you know, clipping a red wire versus a yellow wire. Yeah, classic um, trope. And then the reprogramming green the computer. Wire. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that they can steal a lot of money. Um, yep. And you get some of their personality and it's fun. Then the twist happens, mm-hmm. which is um, they steal the money and then he bring Robert Redford brings the money directly into the board meeting of the bank, mm-hmm. gives it back and gives a report on how how much their bank sucks at, <laughs> at keeping robbers out. And you realize right. their job is to break into banks. Right. Um, not to actually be robbers.
1: Right. So their bread and butter Mm -hmm. is what, what's the line? Like, so your job is to break into people's places to show them what, like that people can break into their places,
0: break into their places. Right. Right. He says, it's a living. (laughs) And this teller at the bank says, it's not a very good one.
1: Right. Which now I they disagree make,
0: with. This sounds like the best and most fun job I've ever heard of.
1: Because you could like break rules, break stuff, yeah, break into crap, and be like, "But we were we were hired to do it, and you guys hired." So like at the very top of the movie, it shows us um, that they're the good guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like during the heist, the first, you know, there's the opening thing, and then yeah. there's this. You're you're wondering, are they robbing? Is like you're like, are they bad? Are they you know, I mean, because, you're, it's because Robert Bedford, I, they're because, probably not bad, but
0: well, yeah, that's you know. what I was gonna say. I love all these people anyway, even if they yep. were bad. I'm like, Yep, it's, it's Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> it's Sidney Poitier, it's River Phoenix, right. it's young Indiana Jones,
1: <laughs> yep, it's the natural,
0: <laughs> they're all yep. there in a room. I like them yeah. when I thought they were bad, and then you're like, Oh, they're good,
1: they're good, wow, they're robbing it it. on purpose, and it's great. This is awesome. I cannot wait to see yep. where this takes us. Yep.
0: Um so it's a really cool kind of trick the movie pulls yep. on us right away.
1: Um, Super great. Dude, I got to say yep. Aaron and I rented this when we lived in New York. Mhm. DVD from the library. Great. A perfect and, DVD um, from the library movie. Oh yeah. What we didn't realize is that we had gotten the DVD that was um for um blind people. <laughs> so <laughs> right it's like descriptive audio is that what it's Descript- called that's it so like so like like we start the whole thing that uh-huh. black and white sequence yeah. um the four three and it's like it's a it's a it's a snowy night was it a We're female in- or a
0: male voice do you remember i'm pretty sure it was female uh, it it usually is in my experience yep. where it's like yep the screen goes to black A title card appears Sneakers
1: (laughs) Right totally So we were like who
0: is that What is going on (laughs) We should be those guys We should be audio descriptive Wow (laughs)
1: Two gomers Describe movies Yeah but then we'd also say
0: like Oh and I remember that I also Drew a picture of a monster truck
1: (laughs) And got a prize
0: from Fox 47 kids club
1: (laughs) I was so good at drawing wheels.
0: Did you look I, at a Did you look at a monster truck and draw it?
1: Bigfoot. It was Bigfoot that I drew. My favorite well, yeah. was Gravedigger, but it got outlawed because it was like too strong of an engine. It wasn't street legal or something like. That. <laughs> <laughs> it I got outlawed it for like a year.
0: Yeah, I don't think we. Yeah, we'd get fired right away if we were descriptive descriptive audio people. Um, right. Okay, so they go back to their clubhouse right they're all Mm -hmm. kind of chilling in this really cool impossibly cool and large san francisco loft
1: yeah especially since they all just made $6,500 total so like (laughs) i know that's we see not a lot right see their price
0: (laughs) um uh, speaking of that these two guys are waiting
1: for them in suits Mm. yep
0: the NSA, which is the National Security National Administration, Security. is that right?
1: Yeah, agency.
0: Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, and they have a much high, higher paying job for them to do.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but, and they're kind of pitching this job to Robert Redford. They're saying, we have a job for you to do. We want you to steal this little black box. We're not going to tell you what it is. And uh, Martin Bishop. That's Robert Redford is like, nah, I don't want to do it, even though it's a lot of money. And they say, well, you have to do it because we know who you are. We know you're that guy Mm. in the sepia toned beginning.
1: Yep. We know your name is really Marty Price.
0: Yep. And we know all the devious things the team has done. Mm. Yep. And so if you don't steal this little black box from the sexy mathematician, you're all you're all screwed, mm-hmm. but I think how much money are they? They're also offering them a ton of money, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's one hundred seventy-five thousand. Okay. So again, that's not, cre- actually, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah. we'd take it, but divided by what, five or something? Hmm. I mean, that's not enough for the that the 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 Winnebago, the super vacation, the or even the rent on that place. Yeah. Or okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They have to be making that for every job they're doing. And you can't split it five ways. Yeah. You can't split it five ways. There's got to be some overhead. Right. Like they've got a lot of welding things. They've got a lot of wires everywhere. (laughs) They got to pay for all that crap. Their truck, their (laughs) van. Right. Right. You just don't just split these things five ways. Right. Um, Huh. Okay. So and then so the, the, the mission is steal this little black box from this mathematician if you don't, we will arrest you. If you do, we'll give you $175,000. Martin asks, what does it do? And the NSA guys are like, we don't know what it does. We just need it. Mm-hmm. It's important.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I think the whole team can tell they're full of crap about <laughs> that. But it's $175,000.
1: Right. <laughs> We can pay rent next month.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can afford three months of rent. <laughs> um, so this is the first heist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And it is very MacGuffin-y, right? Like
1: totally. Nobody
0: knows what the box is. They just have to steal it. Um, and uh, so a new member of their team is introduced. Mm-hmm. The ex-girlfriend.
1: Yep. Mary
0: McDonald. What is? What else is she in? I know. I've seen other movies with her. She has
1: been in um the let's see, uh shoot,
0: she's not even on the top cast. What's going on here? Oh, there she is. And her name is Liz, and she teaches Mm -hmm. piano and is very pretty and smart.
1: (laughs) Yep. She's got that '90s. You love haircuts, that '90s short haircut, right? Yep. Classic.
0: Um, Yes. Uh, so the uh, here's the place where I recognize her most from is from Dances with Wolves. There it is. Yep. She's the romantic lead in Dances with Wolves, um, which there's odd things about that. But I mean, <laughs> there you go. Wait. That's what
1: I recognize her from. But she's in something else that we love, like Deep Impact or like something of that.
0: I'm looking and nothing's popping.
1: Um, there's something. Oh, I know she's in I something. I know what it is. Oh, come on. Tell she, me.
0: She plays... The wife of somebody very important oh. in a movie that is important Air to Force us. Air Force One? No, almost. No. Almost. Uh, Patriot the, Games, partner, Hunt for an oh. October. No, nope, that's your Crusher. Right, you're right around that area. Patriot it's a, Games? It's a sci fi movie. Huh? Will Smith.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Um, Independence Day. Yeah, there you so go. So
0: she's the first lady in Independence Day. That is that's why, 100% yep. where I recognize her from most.
1: There you go. Yep.
0: For some reason, one of the only survivors of a helicopter crash gets all the way back right. to her husband, and then <laughs> dies. That that closes the second act, right? Of oh, Independence man. Day. Yep. Super sad. Who is and that and um her daughter is from is May Whitman, right? Oh yeah, from the <laughs> rest development. Is
1: egg. is <laughs> <Because> she's egg? <laughs> and she ends up being in Parenthood. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Super so good.
0: Th- that's her, and she is. The reason I really like her character, because even though it's a little derivative on the back of the VHS box, ex-girlfriend, right? Right. She actually actually has a ton of agency in this movie and does a great job. It couldn't happen without her.
1: Oh, super good. She carries some great plot Mm -hmm. um, that we'll get to in the second heist. Um, I love when she's
0: she's set up as like the smartest person in the room, right? Yep. They need her because she's smarter than all of them.
1: Yep. Um she's the one that says like their boys club. Yeah. Like you're like little boys clubhouse. Um I love it when when you come up and it looks like she's playing the piano and he's like, "Wait, mm-hmm. your hands aren't moving." Mm-hmm. You see it's like this little girl. Um I love it. One of my favorite laughs in the movie mm-hmm. is when they're at so they, they go to that lecture by the sexy mathematician. Right. Yeah. Fabio. So they're,
0: so to get it kind of in with this sexy mathematician who owns this box, little black box, yep. they have to go to a lecture.
1: Of right. His and so and he's like, I need you to explain it to me. Will right. you go to this lecture with me? And she's mm-hmm. like, Well, we're not gonna get back together. And he's like, I know. <laughs> you know, like, don't flatter yourself, right? Yeah. There's um, all
0: sorts of like little subtle things between those two, oh, never I explained. Love their
1: chemistry, yeah, so good.
0: We don't get any kind of uh, th- there's there's no conversation between them where they talk about their past relationship. It's either. Right one-off lines like that or glances even. And it's just, right. I mean, it's so good. You yep. know everything well, that, that you need to know.
1: You don't, it that's how tight this is. It's like, mm-hmm. you don't even need to know it. They set it up perfectly. The acting on both of their parts is amazing. Like just a tiny line, like my favorite, one of my favorite laughs is when he's like, are you seeing anyone? Yeah, And she's like, shh, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm paying attention to the lecture. And right. then they get into it, listening to the lecture like 10 more seconds. And then she's yeah. like, are you seeing anyone? Right. It's like shh, you know, like so that's an what LOL I love right there. It. I so good. It. Yeah. Brilliant. Um,
0: so they go to this uh they go to this lecture, and then she leaves and he follows him. Yep. There's 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 a stakeout, right? And they see his office. They mm-hmm. discover that this little black box is his answering machine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: He's got this like beautiful buxom babe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Another scientist, right? I leave you message on service. You do not
0: call. Yeah, that and that's like what he has a service. Why does he need an answer machine? That's it. Yep. When it's pretty obvious what the black box is in the room
1: from the get go to me. Oh, totally. Uh, but it's still great. And dude, that right there is like perfectly. Like I feel like this movie. It's. I mean, it's ultimately rewatchable, but yes. it's also not super dated. Like, a hacker kind of movie Mm -hmm. could be so dated, but because of, like, the practical use of, like, surveillance, Mm -hmm. and, like, they do this detective stuff, and they're using, like, real, um, yeah, like, you know, like, they have to break into stuff, they're using cameras and, like, earpieces, so it's, like, still stuff that would probably be more, like, the technology would be, obviously, better and more advanced now, right? but, like, it doesn't put it... Just a few of the computer screens put it there. But one thing that does is the answering machine, right? Like this. (laughs) That this guy (laughs) would have an
0: answering machine. So, you know, right away, like, that's the box. That's the one thing that doesn't fit in this super smart guy's office. Right. Um,
1: And it puts us in 92.
0: Yeah. So, we can't can't do every event, but they they steal the box. Yep. They bring it back to their loft and celebrate. By the and way, the
1: ceiling of the box part is really funny. Go watch the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is where I'm going to chunk in, because what happens in this moment is this scene where they're playing Scrabble. Mm, all right. There's a group of, there's a group of them playing Scrabble, yep. and there's another group of them trying to figure out what this box does.
1: Right. At the so same time. They're sitting on one hundred seventy five thousand right now. Yep. They've done their job. They're all eating on paper plates, some sort of potluck meal. Yeah, everybody's celebrating, saying how they're gonna spend their money. Mm-hmm. But right there's like the two guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. What does this do?
0: Yeah. So it's uh, Whistler, taking over. who's the mm-hmm. the blind sound man, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and he's kind of Dan Aykroyd and River Phoenix are try- kind of helping him figure out. They're like putting like little metal clips on different wires in this black box even though they are not right. supposed to be doing that at the yep. same time um there's a scrabble game going on and they uh are also trying to figure out what the name of the company that owns the black box Sea C- mm. C- C- tech astronomy means yep the camera's going back and forth to each of these groups and it is one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever
1: Yes, There are two
0: or three scenes, kind of self-contained scenes in this movie that I think I could watch over and over and over again without ever getting tired of these scenes. This is one of them. When we get to another one, I'll tell you. And so my first piece of evidence is that there are multiple riveting, rewatchable, self-contained scenes in this movie. And you're lucky Mm. if you get one.
1: In a regular movie. right, like one new feeling, like not yep. derivative of anything, mm-hmm. uh, scene that then is copied. So like this has been in like this has been quoted probably more than people have even seen this movie. They've right. seen this scene redone yep. in other movies.
0: Yep, definitely. And so there's two puzzles going on at the same time. Um, yep, it sounds good. There's this weird tension. Happening. Yep. And then the realization is, the the letters spell out too many secrets, which it mm. is a super close up to Scrabble tiles. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. It pans across the table. Too many secrets. And at the same time, oh. they realize this little black black box has the most generic use of any MacGuffin ever in movie history, which is it does everything. <laughs> 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 you can hack into any system yep any um uh, i i don't know any organization any government and do whatever yep. the crap you want to with this yep. little black box and so they right th- there's a scene where it's like do you want to do you want to shut down the phone system globally right yep right do you want to shut down the stock market right and the tension is building because they're like we shouldn't be doing this we shouldn't be doing this Then he says, do you want to crash a couple commercial airline jets? And Mm. then they unplug it. And there's just this silence. Yeah. And just thinking about it, I'm getting goosebumps. It is (laughs) so well constructed. And I wish I could watch that scene every day of my life because it's so good.
1: Dude, we should almost do like a commentary, like a five minute commentary where we just talk through it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's so amazingly good. Um, Here, I'm going to, since we're here, dude. Yeah. I'm going to chunk in here too, okay?
0: Okay. <laughs> there we go.
1: Oops. Sorry, I chunked in twice. Okay. Um, one of my favorite things about this movie and a thing yeah. that I think makes it perfect. Um, we've talked about um, just sound. Like, I love how may- how a movie sounds, how it looks, how mm-hmm. it makes me feel. Yeah. And then story, right, is something that is huge. Um, yeah. Dude. Just purely the sound of this movie, mm. it like, you could have it on in another room. Yeah. You could have it on at any time. You could sleep through it. Yeah. You could listen to it in your car. You could run a marathon. Like, we should run a marathon to this movie, dude. <laughs> like, it's a solid two amazing. Like, it's, I guess it's not as dialogue heavy. Like, A Few Good Men might make a better running movie. Right. I'm not yeah. sure. Because you can, um, you
0: can engage with that movie 100%. Maybe because it's a play. 100% without any visuals and you'll get what it is. I think even even right. in even in the trailer it's probably hard to understand even though there's a lot of dialogue what's happening without the visuals. Um right. but and you're not just talking about the score, right? You're no, talking no, I'm not, about I'm not talking about the, about the
1: sound. score like just the sounds of like so whistler mm-hmm. is this blind dude yep. and so like his like superpower almost mm-hmm. is like unbelievable hearing. Yep. because you know like the idea like when you lose your like one sense um another one gets stronger yeah um,
0: right like Daredevil <laughs> is blind but he can actually hear and see everything through his other like those okay. other senses <laughs> right it's, it's that kind of thing so, right and and it's, it's a little more subtle in this movie but I know what you mean right he's such a good audio person
1: yeah so like the like like one time they're pointing a microphone and he's like oh yeah that room that um, like they're pointing a microphone at a building, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Okay, yeah, you just pointed at the emergency exit." And they're like, "Why?" And he's like, "Cool, because I can hear them recharging the battery on the floodlight." Right. You know, like, or that's a bathroom. Like that. That's an elevator room. Yeah, he knows everything by sound. Right. So, so I just good. love when they're when they're playing with that black box and they mm-hmm. put it on like one little metal thing, it sounds like this. Mm-hmm. And when they put it on another metal thing, it sounds like this. And he's listening to all. So it's like all these sounds. But then my my piece of evidence was almost the wood block so dude just <laughs> you mean any the
0: instrument the wood block that's what the you're talking instrument. about there is an instrument called the wood block right
1: yep um and like it just but 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 and next time you watch this movie and i know you've you've heard it but for yeah. the people that go and watch this movie again just listen for like a wood block mm. and a piano and some percussion and like how as soon as they want to ramp up tension Yep. in the movie that's all you need to do so this scene is a perfect crescendo yeah from like they're just playing scrabble to that part where it goes silent it is like the most amazing crescendo of any mm-hmm. movie i can remember
0: yeah and you're right so it's good. not just the score it's the sounds right. that they're making it's the key he's clacking keys even when they set yeah. the the scrabble tiles down there's clicking um yep yeah just the construction of that scene um perfect. okay L- I want to talk about another scene great in the same vein, a great scene. That's memorial. That's memorable. And that sound is such a big part of it, but we need to get to the second heist to get there. And so just, just let me run through what happens then. They re they bring the black box to the NSA guys. Cause they want to collect their money. Uh huh. Even though they've realized how terrifyingly important this black box is, they still want their money. Right. Um, Right. And they figure we'll just give it back to the government. They'll keep it safe. Um, they realize these guys are actually bad guys, which we knew the whole mm-hmm. time. Cause they're just like, you can tell they're bad guys. But besides Timothy the fact Busfield, it's a, Timothy Busfield
1: is usually one of my favorite guys. I know. I love him in West Wing. So For good. Sure. Unbelievable. Um, and then 30 something, which mm-hmm. I'm still dying to, yeah. to watch again. Mm-hmm. Cause I watched it, little scenes of it when we were like, what? Middle school, how right, does exactly. that mean anything to a middle schooler? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and um, why was I watching that actually?
0: Yeah, uh, but he plays this part so slimy, yeah, super and so you slimy. know he's bad, but they didn't, yep. Then they realize that he is. Um, they, uh, Martin Bishop gets knocked out mm-hmm. and brought into this kind of like dark, high tech room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: where he meets another another mm-hmm. twist yep cosmo who he thought was dead in prison
1: cosmo yep.
0: cosmo's back played by ben kingsley with the weirdest accent
1: <laughs> yeah dude i was gonna totally you're totally like it's the most ambiguous like are you from boston
0: he's supposed or? to be from boston because they're both th- i think it was yale or harvard right that we were supposed to have been at the beginning
1: of the movie um okay Uh, I thought it was like Berkeley or something.
0: He's, well, it wouldn't be Berkeley because it was snowing, right? Does it snow in Berkeley? Probably uh, not. I think it's supposed to be Boston. And that is the accent that he's supposed to have, right? Mighty. Disaster.
1: This is going to be a disaster going to Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Hey, by the way, Dunkin' Donuts is now just called Dunkin'. Yeah. Part of the amazing thing about the English language, it turned from a verb into an adjective and now into a proper noun. The word Duncan,
0: <laughs> and it's not even a word at all. Duncan, <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> what are you doing with those donuts? I'm dunking them. What right. kind of donuts are there? They're Dunkin' Donuts.
0: <laughs> They're Dunkin'. And wh- where did you get them? Dunk, Duncan. Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I- I'm sure Cosmo loves those Dunkin' Donuts because he's got such a accurately. Right. Uh, performed Boston accent. Um,
1: give, give me an old fashioned with a uh, uh, coffee of milk and sugar. Your accent <laughs>
0: is better than his. <laughs> um, but he's alive. He's rich. It turns yep. out he's been working for the mob. And that's how he got out of prison.
1: Yep, that's um, his day job.
0: Yeah, his day job. But his real goal is to steal a little black box and take over the world. Right. Um, And he wants to crash the whole system right he wants to erase money
1: right All right. all wants, records trek, of the next ownership. generation yeah he does oh, he right. wants
0: star trek the next generation um uh martin is like that's dumb and so they knock him mm-hmm. out again and drop him off on the street in front of their their loft Yep. and here comes the scene
1: oh boy so classic movie trope somebody kicked out of a car in San Francisco,
0: right? So that yep, you can in- see Alcatraz behind down a hill or something <laughs>
1: like that. <laughs> Dude, with 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 a view like that, that uh that that building must have been again, that rent. But yeah. yeah, so I love that yeah, mm-hmm. that that trope of getting kicked out of a car. Okay. So, Proceed. he
0: was in the trunk of a car this whole time, so he doesn't know where he was taken to. Right. And so he and his buds decide we need to steal the black box back again. Right uh so that we can bring it to the actual government and not get in trouble right uh and so this is heist 2 and my favorite Mm -hmm. thing about heist 2 is they don't know where the building that they're going is and so whistler Mm -hmm. the blind sound man
1: yep my gosh
0: and the the score is building yep um and so actually not just the score i I know all sound design yeah okay but I have to chunk in because this is one right. of my top five scores.
1: Whoa, you're chunking in on score, dude. I'm chunking
0: in on score. Yeah. It's my turn.
1: <laughs>
0: you like down music. here,
1: it's, like, eh. it's, my t- <laughs>
0: it's um, our time, it's our time down here. So, uh, I really love this score.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: I, I think it is it's a score I listen to a lot. I had the mm-hmm. CD sweet um unfortunately and tragically it's not on spotify
1: real you know what i was actually going to look for it that is a major bummer
0: yeah so um huh. i just have to listen to it on itunes on my computer what is this a baby's toy
1: what, what is this a baby's so like one of the only reasons you open itunes sneakers score
0: right exactly huh, um okay i james horner one mm. of my faves. You wrote. You wrote Absolutely. on the one sheet his your 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 top ten. <laughs> Can you quick uh-huh. read those top ten? Yeah, totally. James so Warner James Horner,
1: awesome composer. Star Trek II, partner to Rathicon, best movie, mm. best Star Trek movie. Plus that had a total Nicholas Meyer, totally different director, totally different editor. That movie. Okay, maybe we'll do Star Trek II one day. Mm. Okay, Deep Impact. Yeah. sounds very similar to this. Those big piano right. chords that are just do, like. Do,
0: do, 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those. I, think, I wonder if he did.
1: Did he do some of all fears? I think he did. Um, okay, Apollo thirteen, uh-huh. uh, Avatar, Willow, Aliens, Rocketeer. Come on.
0: I can't wait to do Rocketeer.
1: Oh, that's that's probably ninety two also. Um, <laughs> it's something, yeah, somewhere <laughs> around there. Perfect Storm, great yeah. score, Cocoon, mm-hmm. Sneakers, and then one that's very similar to this is beautiful mind that kind yep. of like that the vocal sound the percussive sound the kind of uh-huh. like um john adams sort of like uh sound yeah. yeah like
0: it's it's there's this richness but laid underneath it it's kind of this really visceral percussive yep. just things bonking into each other yep. um totally. metallic stuff going on yeah okay Very i saw rhythmic. this list and i was surprised that I think James Horner's two most popular scores were not even on your list.
1: Okay, what are they?
0: I'm going to say that the, his two po- most popular scores are Braveheart.
1: Oh, okay. And Titanic. Ah, uh, don't. I forget? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, near, far, wherever you are.
1: Now, did, do you think he wrote that song? I think so. I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of times composers write... Like, Hans Zimmer, he's been a part of songs. Right, yeah. Like, John Williams has been a part of songs. I don't right. know. I mean, Star Good of question.
0: Bethlehem. One of, yep. one of John Williams' best... Banning back home. <laughs> <laughs> best ever. Okay. Um, so, I know it's weird, but I I think this is one of those movies that is great and elevated to perfection... Mm by the score
1: 100 dude um
0: and i think we hear that in this scene which is uh them finding this place where whistler asks robert redford how did it sound i know you couldn't see what you were going to how did it sound down, dude um yep. and there is a it's probably a five minute scene might be shorter than that yep. where uh martin tells whistler what he heard Mm. and that's enough for them to find this place
1: totally it's it's so good like i mean like there there's like there's some like plot holes right here right like i mean he he
0: has a synthesizer that has like a um, cement sound (laughs) like a, a tires over cement sound
1: yeah, add bumps. I've recorded every bridge in the Bay Area just in case. And then, like, it's lower. Okay, well, then couldn't it, you were just driving slower? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Still. <laughs> or, like, and then he got knocked out twice. <laughs> like, remember, they're like, what are you doing woken up here, you know? like Right, so most of the, the trip the he's unconscious.
0: Style. So how did that work? I yeah. may, Maybe it's the fact that I do not care. About the potholes nope, at all. Nope. You are fully buying into totally. this incredible yep. scene. And it's been built up yeah. that Whistler's really good at
1: this. Totally. Love and it. And so it's
0: a little bit like there's a chuckle like, yeah, right. That wouldn't actually happen. But it doesn't matter. It's that kind of scene.
1: Oh, yeah. And then he's like, and then I ended up at a cocktail party. I don't yeah. know. Genius. And then it turns
0: out to be a bunch of geese.
1: Yep. Or like flamingos or something? Yeah.
0: Right. Um so I think it is a an incredible scene made perfect mm-hmm. by
1: score. Totally. I, I absolutely So love it. like
0: Home Alone, a super fun movie, great stuff, enjoyable. Without the score it wouldn't be perfect. With it it is.
1: Yep. It adds that adds that emotion, yep. adds that suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, that minimalist kind of like math. Mathemat- it's like music that sounds kind of like computers and math. You know what that is? <laughs> that's what, like that's the beautiful mind score yeah, to me. Definitely. It's like inside somebody's head. Yep. And that voice is like. Mm-hmm. You
0: know? Do you
1: do you do you? So oh, I love it. Um,
0: OK, so. They find the place It's called Playtronics. It's just a front.
1: Looks like Sytel
0: <laughs> where you and I used to work and answer phones yeah. for people that didn't know how to use their internet. And we would just say, restart it, and hang up on them. <laughs> 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 Looks exactly like that building, a very nondescript building, but inside is Ben Kingsley in the black box. Just some just beyond fun stuff about what kind of, um, what they're up against, right? Like the security systems yep. in place. Yep. Uh, and especially, I think, maybe peak fun of the movie is they realize they have to um, make friends with uh, this or something or saddle up to one of the employees with the office right yeah. next to Ben Kingsley's. And that is yeah. our dear friend <laughs> Tobolowski, right, from uh, yes. Stephen Tobolowski. Right, Ned
1: yep, yep Ned Ryerson Ned Ryerson Walter uh what's his name in this Walter uh, Warner Brandis Warner Brandis, yeah, my name is Warner Brandis, yep. and so this
0: is where mm-hmm. uh, Mary McDonald comes in because she goes on a fake date with him so she yep. can get his voice recorded because there's a voice security system they have to get by.
1: Yes, so like everything about this is unbelievable. Like, I this is one of my favorite things in movies when they're like, okay, the obstacle that you need to get over to get to where to get to the MacGuffin mm-hmm. is all these things, mm-hmm. you know. So like, those are some of my favorite scenes in movies. Me too. So like, you know, like that's a Mission Impossible, Oceans Eleven, um, right? There's all oh, totally. Oh yeah. Oh man, like what? What's the Oceans le- when the little dude like crawls into the you know suitcase or yep. whatever? Uh yeah. You know, oceans level. And you it's know, always like,
0: well those scenes. this is another one where you're you're needing to suspend belief. Right? So there's yep. one security system here which is it's it's temperature driven. And so if the temperature right. in the room goes up too quickly, they know there's a body in the room, right?
1: Right. It can sense yeah, can sense body heat. Okay, so the one that was in there that uh I always loved was the um you can't move Faster than like whatever, like a foot. A but man. an
0: inch of two inches per second, they say.
1: Okay, that's what it was. So I was laughing when we were setting up to record yeah. because I was remembering when I watched this scene, I used to practice that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I could totally
0: see you like, in your room like.
1: Like I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm sure I could move that slow. A little black box. Um, The, the suspension
0: of belief is. Just put a camera in there like every Mm, other place. Just put a camera in there and sit there's security guards. Just put it. There's cameras elsewhere in the building. (laughs) Why? And so it's it's very MacGuffin. You have to set up something. It's like the chompers in Galaxy Quest. It's just there to serve a plot function. But it's so fun.
1: Totally. Um, there's going to be a million lasers. Like, what was that one? Entrapment? <laughs> right. Or like Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> has to
0: like, go under it slinkily so we can put it in the trailer.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah. The setup is great. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um. So they, I mean, it's so fun how she is on this date with him. She gets him to say every word and then they splice it together. Yep. They use it to get in. Um, they, he moves really slow. They raise the temperature in the room. River Phoenix jumps out of, from the ceiling and tackles guys so that they can get out.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: and then they're out. And that's my third favorite scene in the movie where Whistler, who's blind, has to drive the yep. truck now.
1: Oh, yeah. So
0: now it's flipped where he can't uh-huh. see. And so he's getting fed information right. and he needs to do something that only um, people that can see can do, right? Drive a car. Yes. Wow. At, when before he was helping yeah. them do something that only somebody who can't see can do. So I really like, I yeah. really love wow. that. And that's another score, rich score section that is just kind of like uh-huh. light and fun. And I, I could just watch. Do-da, mm-hmm. do-dee, do-da, do-dee, do-dee, do-dee. Do-da. Yeah. And I could watch that scene over and over <laughs> totally. again, a million times. And he rescues them. that
1: That, yeah. yep. Everything about that is super funny, yep. super fun. Mm-hmm. But like that, you know, that's like that's almost like you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna chunk in here with my last okay. one. Here yeah. is that definitely. Cool? So like that. <sighs> so like that is like the perfect example of my second piece of okay. evidence, um, which is why this movie is a perfect movie. Is just the edit. Mm-hmm it's like whoever did it we we looked it up tom rolf right. way to go mm-hmm. um also edited the right stuff which i'm not sure the edit on that one's good cuz that movie's like 4 hours long <laughs> I, guess, um, I guess it could have although tighter. it's like an <laughs> that could have been tighter but it's a phenomenal yeah. movie uh, and war games which was also written by the same dude oh, right. philip philip alden robinson um, yeah which mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome um just this whole movie is so perfect we we don't even need to go back into it but it's just so perfectly crafted. I think it's a textbook, you know, example of a suspense mm-hmm. action movie that never drops off, that never gets boring, gives you everything you need to know, but not too much yeah. that you, you know, that's useless. Like just a little, like the way they develop their relationship. Perfect. Uh-huh. The way they did the the online dating. Perfect. Yep. The way they figured out that it couldn't possibly be online Mm -hmm. dating. Just that. Wait, hold on. (laughs) You're saying a computer lined her up with him? No. Mary McDonald
0: with Stephen Tobolowsky. It doesn't add up. (laughs) right?
1: Ned Ryerson. Um, So I just think the edit is great. And so that in particular, um, one of the funnier parts in the Mm -hmm. movie, him and fun, him driving that car yep. and la- you know laugh in the music's mm-hmm. light but that's when bishop is like under the gun yep. about to be killed yep. you know like that's when they're being held so it's like this perfect back and forth yes. you know even like return of the jedi style where you've got somebody up in space and somebody on the ground so you're able to cut back and definitely forth between these two two elements yeah you're right
0: like the, um, those and- like the end scene of return of the jedi would not have been exciting if it was just ewoks
1: you see the Ewoks. <laughs> right. Or you see
0: the sword. You see yep. the lightsaber fight. And then you see the space fight. Like, that's not how that's oh, not three. how a well-edited movie works. You you're building and yep. releasing tension back and forth. And this happens yep. that happens all the time in this movie.
1: Oh, like like a perfect example is when he drops the purse. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah, the the little dog drops the purse off the yep. table. He sees that he's on that date with her, but that's not her real name. Yep. Uh and then he's like, let's go for a drive. You know, like that That, that quick cut. Mm-hmm. And you're like, they just added so much suspense yep. right there. Yep. But then you're like, what's going to happen? Yeah. So, were,
0: were you the one ready. telling me that like um, the movie is made in three stages? It's like when it's like actually filmed. Hmm. When it's directed and then when it's edited. Hmm. And so the like written. Direct, right. The, yeah. the editor actually has the final say. And so if you've if oh. you've got to find and i think that's what we're talking about with alien where it's like he did whatever he wanted and then just we got the movie right. we got <laughs> right um to, especially in this kind of twisty highly carefully plotted movie you have to have an editor that knows what they're doing and it just shows yep. through super totally. well
1: the editor is such a huge part of the storyteller and storytelling and we had to look it up yeah you know like Maybe we should give a shout out to all the editors out I, there. I wonder You're if we will start
0: learning some editor splicing. names throughout this, right? Yes. Because we're going to begin dude. to see cinematographers, editors that we like over and over again in these movies.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. I Pretty love sweet. It.
0: Okay. Then there's this just like beautiful epilogue <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> where the actual government comes. You know, Darth Vader comes in the room those dulcet tones of James Earl Jones comes out of the shadows and he's like, give me that Uh black box. You just stole back. We're the actual government. And then they each have a demand about what they want. And I actually don't want to even waste. I don't, I don't want to ruin it for people. If you have not seen the end of sneakers, it's, this feels like one of those situations that we haven't been there yet here on the podcast where I'm like, I don't want to tell you what happens. I don't want to tell you what the demands are because It's so funny.
1: And yep, that that was my at the beginning when I said one of my main LOLs mm -hmm. that I had forgotten about uh, towards the end. I love that. So my question is, what would you ask for? Hmm.
0: I would ask for a house. That's my sincere answer. I think it's something that Jessica and I have wanted for a long time. We've given up a lot for right we haven't owned wow. for years. Yeah. We have a very specific thing we want. And so if James yeah. Earl Jones walked in the room right now and said, yeah. okay, what's your demand? I would say, this is the kind of house I want. This is the dream, right? Well, um, what about yeah. you?
1: See, I think I would be like cancel. I think it would be a similar thing, like cancel our house debt. Okay. Yeah. Because imagine, you know, you know, when people put up that, you know, Dave Ramsey, Mm -hmm. um, like, which I don't always understand. For one year, we didn't spend any money and we paid off our house. I'm like, wait, what? How much money (laughs) are you making? Like, (laughs) like, like, and how much money were you wasting?
0: Yeah, definitely. You can't not not drink at Starbucks and pay off your mortgage. I don't. It's not lining up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I stopped going to Starbucks. Paid off my house in two years. (laughs) Right, but that would be incredible. To yeah. like own a house outright mm-hmm. that is 30 years away you know, I know. what i mean like yeah so. I,
0: I think there's like a release that comes with not having debt that yeah, is yeah. beyond financial sure. right and so actually i will tell you i mean the, the kind of simplest thing that somebody asked for in this final scene is robert redford martin says clear my record right wow yeah. um and so even asking for and ask about like clear some debt, especially mortgage debt feels very similar to yeah. me. Right. Like yep. what would you ask for if you could have anything? I'd like to be out from under the thumb of something.
1: Sure. <laughs> uh, wow. So how about out from the record of sin, death, shame, the grave. that's right. Yeah. Clear your record
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> clear the record. Nation. We can do anything. We can take any movie. <laughs> <laughs> Connect it to but, our spirituality and make it mean something. There you go.
1: Clear the yep. record. Um yeah. Hey, one one mm-hmm. thing. Um we didn't mention yep. two of the names in this movie: Bishop, Mother. Mm-hmm. Alien, dude. I uh
0: I thought of the mother thing when I was thinking about the that theming that I did at the very top of the episode. I was gonna say this is our second movie yeah. with a mother. But I didn't make the bishop connection. Bishop. This the the characters in this movie are perfectly named.
1: Oh so oh absolutely. Carl. Carl
0: is River <laughs> Phoenix. That's perfect. crease perfect. He's Carl. Is Sydney Poitier. Yeah. Wh- um. What does that mean? I, I don't know, but I just it's perfect.
1: Love it. Um, yep. Bishop Cosmo.
0: Liz is a great name for an ex-girlfriend. <laughs>
1: Yep, these are all like one, two-syllable names. Yep. Mother. Why is he named Mother? No They clue. never say. no, Or do they say? Do they
0: say why he's named Mother?
1: Mm. Well, he's the mother of all conspiracy theorists. <laughs> that I don't could know. be, yeah. <laughs> and Whistler is a great name for a blind sound man. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. And that's like the name of the MP3 that we always finish every podcast for. Mm-hmm. With for the last like 11 Whistler. years Whistler. Yep,
0: that's true. Never thought of that. Yep. Yeah, I love it when an ensemble is not only an ensemble, but their names are are good. We talked about that in yep.
1: Alien too. Saint, yeah, totally love yep. it.
0: Um, okay. Such a great movie. We love it. Love and it. And now, we put it into the hands of the listener, who have hopefully watched the movie. Um, but if not, maybe we're so convincing, they're gonna say yes. And so there, we want you to vote, listener. Right, a seventy-five percent. Consensus or over means a yes vote from you. And so you can go to a lot of places to do that. You can go to our Instagram, which is probably the best place. No, or Facebook, right? Instagram is Perfect Movie Podcast. Facebook is Two Gomers. You can go to our website, perfectmoviepodcast.com, and vote anytime on the movie. Um, you can uh, send us an email, even, perfectmoviepodcast at perfectmoviepodcast.gmail.com, and just put the name of the movie, yes or no. Um, and, of course, we always love it when you have... Uh, feedback not only of the vote itself but why you're voting we love that too and then we're always into apple podcast feedback go there right now rate review and check out our other podcast what is our other podcast called lose 20 two, two, gomers, <laughs> two gomers lose, lose 20, 20, 20
1: in 2020 20 mm-hmm. um So what I'd recommend is get yourself uh, some sort of low-calorie treat. Yep. Um, Listen to a little Gomer action. Listen to us lose weight and then watch this movie. Um, (laughs) Good advice. (laughs) Also, we got to thank Jason Mm -hmm. for our amazing graphics. Adam for being our awesome webmaster and fellow Georgian. Um, Just great guys. Thanks for... Thanks for everything. Takes guys. a
0: village, right, to do a podcast. Yep, totally. Um, next week, Galaxy Quest result show. Wow. And then our next movie is The Fugitive.
1: <laughs> we finally get to talk
0: about the grumpiest of all actors, Harrison. Yes.
1: Ward. Yes. <laughs> we, we're doing it. another he- not heist, but like fast paced. Yep. Oh, I'm pumped. About another
0: that. very. I mean, I can think of three, four scenes off the top of my head that I could watch over and yep. over again and never get tired of in that movie. Um, plus, yep, we're releasing it right around um, St. Patrick's Day because there is the St. Patrick's Day parade plays a heel, a big part of that movie. We're, we're reaching a little bit here for connections, but once summer hits, dude, this, this podcast is going to write itself.
1: Yep. We're seasonal.
0: Definitely. We love seasonal. Okay. All right, dude great app
1: super fun all right
0: have a great week
1: (laughs) all right you too dude and
0: happy viewing